Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do recaps, reviews, and breakdowns of your favorite TV shows and movies. We are an inclusive podcast that focuses on the voices that are ignored. We are all nerds here. Thank you to all our supporters. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and give us a good review. Um, nerds, this is your boy Neebs, aka Watch with Neebs, and I'm here with my co host Jazz, aka DJ Orange is the new Jazz. <laughs> I am so confused. But You're so confused? Explain. Bro, okay, so listen, we're gonna talk about a lot of things today. We're gonna talk for the first five, ten minutes, we gotta talk about the news that's going on, and then we're gonna introduce our guest, and we're gonna dive into some crazy stuff. We're gonna t- dive into our experience at these matrimonial events, uh, UPNA and some of the other things. So I'm going to introduce some of our guests, and then we're gonna go into you know our weekly news updates, and then we're gonna dive into the, the meat and potatoes of it. So first, I want to introduce Dr. Sarah, who you guys might remember from our number one most popular episode, the Love is Blind episode, which is our still, to this day, our best episode. Welcome back, Facts. Sarah. Thank you. Hopefully, this will beat that one. Yeah, hopefully. Inshallah. Inshallah, brother. Inshallah. Inshallah, sister. Sister. I, I always say inshallah, brother, because like whenever a guy says inshallah, he means like, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like, like, cause I had a carpenter who was like, uh, uh Arab and I was like, yo, this is going to get done in like two weeks. He goes, inshallah, brother. Inshallah, brother. Like, no, man, I, I need an answer. <laughs> I need an answer, bro. <laughs> oh man. And next I want to introduce you guys to one of my closest friends. His name is Musummer, AKA Moose. He is the co-founder of Muzza NYC. Muzza NYC was probably one of the most successful um, social events in New York City. They used to happen all the time. And not only that, he is his own success story. He met his wife through his own event. This guy threw an event, met his <laughs> wife, married her, and then just stopped throwing events. <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm good. That was the <laughs> point, right? That was the point of all of it. I mean, he is the success story. He is the matrix. Like he is the person we need to manipulate. All of these people have got it wrong, but this man, this man did it right. He got in and got out. <laughs> so, and honestly, I hate getting in, uh, advice and you know information from like unmarried people about getting married i'm like no i want to hear about from married people like the last thing i want to do is hear about failures talking about other failures <laughs> like it doesn't make sense you don't want to hear me talk about love and stuff like that i'm a complete failure in that <laughs> you, you need to hear somebody who has some experience so that's why we got moose so welcome to the show moose thank you thank you very happy to be here excited for all this all right all right listen we got to dive into the news first and once we get into the news we'll get into that the first thing we got to talk about is the WAG SAG strikes. So right now, we don't know where our content is going because we do reviews, we do critiques. We don't know whether we fall into influencers or not. I know I fall into an influencer on my social media platform, but the podcast itself is a little bit more like journalism. So we don't know what we're doing. So stay tuned. We're going to figure out what we're doing. We're waiting for more information. We've emailed people. We're trying to do the right thing, but we are in support of everybody at SAG and WAG. Uh, Jazz, you want to say anything about that? I mean, yeah, we stand in solidarity beyond that. Like, we are asking for clarification. I know I did get an email today about Secret Invasion. Uh, We probably shouldn't cover that. And it's not like we're covered under SAG or anything. Like, you know, we're not members by any means, but... In solidarity, they're asking us not to promote any content from the yeah. truck studios. They said so, it wouldn't make us scabs, but they're also encouraging us not to. Some people said right. they can't. So it, it, it's a fine line. We're going to try to figure out where we where we lied. But what, the reason I brought up Orange is the New Black, did you see that uh, TikTok with the girl, Kimiko, who was in Orange is the New Black? Nope. She posted her residuals for that show. Like, Orange is the New Black was one of the biggest Netflix shows of all time. Like, of Mm -hmm. all time. She was in about 47 episodes. You know what her residuals are? 
I'm guessing she like made a penny. She made twenty seven dollars. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. <laughs> That's insane. Like if it was like each episode, she made like a penny. She made like a penny per episode. So like she made twenty. Like th- some episodes, she didn't even make a, t- uh, a penny. She made like half a penny. So this is why we are in solidarity with the people who are shrinking. Uh, I don't know if you guys are fans of Gilmore Girls. I know Sarah, you're like a Gilmore I Girls am. fan, right? Yeah, I, I know Moose too. But like Kirk on Gilmore <laughs> Girls, who's in every episode, who plays like does all these little jobs. Do you know how much money he gets from residuals? How much? How much? Zero. Because it went from network to Netflix, he makes zero money. Like so many people oh. binge watch that show on Netflix, and he makes zero dollars. Because the contract's probably strictly saying it has to be on network TV for him to make money. Yeah, and can you believe that? Streaming is network TV, so therefore he won't get paid. Wow. And Netflix made four, like I think, like forty-four million dollars off that show alone, and they get nothing. That's wild. Oof. So yeah. we we definitely wanted to bring that up. Um, Marvel news before we go into stuff. Marvel news. Kit Harrington said he may not be in Blade. So even though Eternals, they show him in Blade at the end, they might change that because Blade has been through so many rewrites. So we don't know if he's going to be in Blade. Uh, the new Deadpool movie is going to have Wolverine, Elektra, and Daredevil. But the Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garden Elektra and Daredevil. So that's interesting. What? Yeah. Aren't they going to reboot that? No. And... They uh, released the Wolverine footage, like Wolverine in his yellow costume. I'm actually happy. Actually, yeah, I saw that. That was, that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Some people are challenging my question about Moose liking Gilmore Girls. Was I wrong? Are you not a Gilmore Girls fan? <laughs> I've admittedly never seen an episode, but I know it's super popular. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I know we talked a lot about it in the group chat, so maybe yeah. it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, we got to give shout out to Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, Yo. Iman Vellani, is writing her own Miss Marvel comic book, which is super cool. Not just that, but uh, I think it came out today. This Miss Marvel would be the first show from like the Disney Plus, you know, brand that will be on network TV. And they're gonna play three episodes of Miss Marvel on like August fifth. And three, the other three a week later, it's gonna be like on like syndicated national TV. So that's really exciting because of all the Marvel shows that could have made it, Miss Marvel's the one that's being pushed forward. Not only that, Jazz, not only that, but it's coming out Asian Heritage Month. And the second episode is gonna be on uh, the second set of episodes is gonna be on August 12th, right before India Pakistan Independence. So, like, super <laughs> cool because it does deal yeah. with the partition, which I think was pretty cool. So, it's really mm-hmm. cool that they did that. Um, all right, so we covered all of the entertainment news. Real quick, we got to cover the reality TV news. Um, Katie, who was the Bachelorette on The Bachelor, is now going to be on Fuckboy Island. So that's going to be interesting to see. She is switching shows <laughs> from The Bachelor to Fuckboy Island. I've never seen I Fuckboy Island. I just saw Island. a look on uh, Dr. Sarah's face, and yeah. <laughs> it was just the most entertaining thing. There's an actual <laughs> show called... Let's go fuck Island. Island. Yeah. Yes. No, really? Sarah's like, that's my life. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Show about my life and I'm not on it? What the yeah. hell? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the Black Mirror episode. <laughs> I've never heard of this show. Where, where exactly. is this? What channel is this, huh? Where, where, where can I We're not promoting I, them. Uh, we might have to, Jeff, because we might not be able to do other TV shows because unscripted content might be the only thing we can promote. <laughs> hey, I asked for a clarification from SAG about that. I'm still not sure about it. All right, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, Claire on the show, who was one of the Bassarette who met a guy in one episode, she is now pregnant, so she's happy. And then they are starting a new reality show called The Golden Bachelor, which is a senior citizen who's going to be The Bachelor. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so he's a senior citizen. He has a hearing aid. We don't know how old he is. I think probably in the 70s or whatever. And he is going to be the next Bachelor. And all the women are going to be like maybe in the 40s. So that's going to be very interesting. Okay. I'm done seeing Are the Bachelorettes going to be called Golden Girls? I guess, yeah. They're going to be called Golden Girls. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's all our news for this week. So uh, this would be a great time for our commercials. So uh, don't worry. You guys don't have to be in a commercial. But for our podcast listeners, we'll put them in. So in five, four, three, two, one. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. Yes, welcome to the second <laughs> half of our show. Uh, half, all right. Second quarter. Like second quarter. We don't know how long this is going to go. So listen. Guys, we got to talk about something. So me and Jazz, we went to this thing called UPNA. What does UPNA stand for, Jazz? Do you know? American? Yeah, I actually do know because I actually go there for the right reasons. <laughs> oh, the right reasons. Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> what called are the they? Association of Pakistani Physicians or Association of Pakistani Physicians or Oh, do, oh, oh, you're messing up North now. America. Sorry, man. Hey, I'm not fully awake. Leave me alone. <laughs> all right, all right. So we go to this event, and yeah, basically it's for physicians. But like everyone goes there because it's a great way to just meet all your friends in one area. Everybody from a different state usually just comes there and they hang out and they party and there's concert. Uh, Ali Sethi was there, the guy who does Basuti. Uh, oh, so y'all it, are the reason my hotel prices were so expensive. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Well, actually, I didn't stay at your hotel. I stayed with family, okay. so don't blame me. <laughs> um, and listen, we there were a few events that were happening there, and uh, they were people were very upset at them in, in our group chat when when we uh, when we got back. So one was called the Upna YPN Young Professional Networking. It's called networking, but it's really a matrimonial event. Is what they call it. <laughs> um, even though they don't call it that, everyone, everyone secretly knows that's what it is. And then there was another event we went to, which was called MATE. Uh, I don't even know what they stand for. Do you know what they stand for, Jazz? No. Muslim, Austin, Texas. Remember, I didn't want to be there, okay. so I really have no idea what it is. I know. Jazz had a real bad experience. So we're going to talk yeah. about Jazz's terrible experience at this event. Um, but there were some of these events that happened at this place. And... You know, someone who knows about events, who puts them together for a while, uh, is our friend Moose. Moose, you had a uh, organization that you put together called yep. Muzza, right? right. And yep. what I loved about Muzza is that it was very ambiguous. You can come for whatever you wanted. They had halal happy hours, trivia, game night, uh, <laughs> and like everyone we have in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, when's halal happy hour come back? <laughs> it was really, really popular in New York. Um, and then, like, around the time of, like, COVID, and I think, like, you moved away and then came back, um, it kind of just fizzled out, right? Uh, like, tell us a little bit about, like, what was the inception of Muzza and how you made it so successful? Yeah, no, that's, I mean, yeah, all accurate, um, you know, description of Muzza. And, you know, I, just to take a step back, right, like, even the event that you're at, they called it a networking event, but everyone right. knew that, more of a matrimonial event i yeah it's just strange in this day and age like why can't we be transparent about that right it's not if it's a matrimonial event it's a matrimonial event right, right. market it as that right um and then that also takes away the pressure from other people who may not know that hey this is more a matrimonial event but either way i think that's what made maza very different you know i started maza because i think there at the time there was a need um you know for people to get to know each other like it, it was never meant to necessarily be a matrimonial, you know, kind of, right. you know, network. It was just a social network. You want to come in and, you know, meet, you know, people that have the same interests as you? Fine. You want to make friends? Cool. Do you want to meet a life partner? Yeah, we can have some of that too. So I think the ambiguity is what made the organization thrive because nobody ever felt that you were stuck to do, there was no disguise around it. Like, hey, this is a professional event or this is just about charity and we're just going to listen to this there was a charitable component sure but it was all around social networking and that means something different to everyone and we welcome that in every shape and form right and there were some times where you know we got feedback and Oniba, as you know right a lot of people came back to us and it's like hey like we do want to meet people like right. we do want to find a life partner we do want that so but, you know, we're nervous. Like, we, right. you know, we don't want to put ourselves out there. All right, Valentine's Day. All right, let's have a Valentine's Day event. Let's yeah. wear our green bracelet. Even though everyone came with a green bracelet, but it just showed everyone that, hey, I'm here for the same reason you right. are. Right. I'm Single. open to being approached. And exactly. it, makes a, it makes it a lot easier, right? Exactly. And I think what was nice about Maza, and I think a lot of the feedback that we ultimately got was that it was just chill. It was like... No pressure. You want to meet people, meet people, you know, talk to people. Like, people got together. It was it was great. 
And I think yeah. that was, I mean, that's not why it started, but I do like where, you know, what it became. Right. Um, it's just a feedback that I got. I don't know if we have stuff like that anymore, but. I, I don't think so. So people, a few people in the comments are saying like, oh, I met Moose at Muzza. I met my wife at Muzza. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I also met you at a Muzza event. And yeah. what's really interesting is like, yo, I'm I'm hella cheap. So I'm like, yo, I can't be paying like 40 bucks every time I want to go to this thing. I'm like, yo, you need an intern? You need someone to help you out? <laughs> you need someone at the door? <laughs> I get free entry that way. So like that I became... I became part of Muzza and I would help yeah. out. I would help pick up stuff. I would help like, you know, check people in at the door and yeah. I never have to pay again. <laughs> None. So that's why you did it, huh? It wasn't for the, oh, okay. It's good to no, know. Yo, I'm it's more, not because Moose is a friend or anything, right? Like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm I went to a fee of them and I paid for it because I was supporting my friend. Yo, oh, I, dang. Yes. There you go. <laughs> There Listen, you, you don't know me. I'm such a lock that I was the doorman so I can memorize all the girls' names. I'd be writing it down. I'd be like, oh, Selma? Yeah, I got you. And then at the end, I'd be like, you're Selma, right? <laughs> I checked you in earlier. <laughs> and then we let a lot of people, out a lot of girls came in without paying as well so that was another problem that we had oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and was letting Dang. them all in yo oh, okay. i'm not gonna say you're anything cute. about that you could go in i'm not gonna say <laughs> you're cute you can go in. i i'm not Ooh. saying that, that every girl that paid that's for a refund i paid I <laughs> <laughs> Wow! What are you thinking about, Doctor Sarah? I know no, that—that's a lie. I made sure everyone paid. All right. Not only that, but we had to make sure like some dudes would come up there and get drunk, even though our event was a strictly halal event where you yeah. couldn't drink. And every time people would get drunk, and we would have to kick them out. We were—we were pretty good about that. Yeah, we were pretty good about that. Yeah, yeah, we wanted to make it a safe environment for everybody. Yeah. And, and and the other good thing that I feel like a lot of these other events don't have is that. In Muzza, you were allowed to bring your friends to these events. So if you feel uncomfortable, at least you had a friend there. And that yeah. friend didn't need to be single or didn't need to be looking. Yeah. Where at these no, events, absolutely. if you bring a friend, they're also going to get like hit on or they're also going to get like asked uh, all this stuff, right? Whereas like Muzza, yeah. like that wasn't really the intention. It was more like you can network for work or you can just be new to the city and want to meet a bunch of people. And usually after the event, a bunch of people, random people, just get together and go get coffee and go get stuff, and it worked really well. It did. It it really did. I I, I totally agree with that. And I think a lot of a lot of you know with Maza that a lot of people really really enjoyed is that like you know we had a, our bigger events, but then we had a lot of people that came to us and said, hey, look, you know, really like your events, but you know it's a little bit big for me. You know, I'm more of an introvert. Like I can't. I just get overwhelmed. So then we started doing the smaller events, right? We, you remember we did the photo yeah. walk, we did bowling, um, trivia night, right? It's more of a smaller group of people where we wanted everyone to feel inclusive. So we tried yeah. to cater to as much of, of the demographic um, as we could. And it, you know, it worked well. And I feel like these events are more about quantity than they are about quality. They just want to get as many people uh, as they can. And I don't know if that's a money-making scheme or they think they'll just have more luck in terms of, like, how many people they have. It's like, uh, Sarah, like, what was your impression? Because you went to the event and there was a lot of people there. Did you feel overwhelmed? Like, what were your uh, initial thoughts about the YPN event? I thought it was poorly organized. Given how much we paid for it, it was <laughs> very much? poorly set up. It was How about, much did we pay for it? I believe it was, like, 150 Goddamn, no, sorry, God. 75, 75. I just doubled oh, it. 75. Um, the Young Professionals Networking event at UPNA. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Some people okay. had to pay more because they had to pay to download the app and then pay for the event. So it was like 175 for some people. X. 75 was too much. And that's plus whatever UPNA. Yeah. This is a separate, uh, well, no, you don't have to pay for UPNA to go to YPN. So you don't have to pay for that. Oh, okay, but you're, okay, but if you're it. at UPNA, you probably are paying for it. So who knows? Okay. Yeah, okay. up now was another 150. But yeah, it was very, it was very unorganized. Like basically, they brought us into a room, and they checked everyone in. And in a small like, room. In a small, a very room, small, very room. small room. And they checked all of us in, and then they were like, "Okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna separate everybody by coast: East Coast, West Coast, South, North, whatever, Midwest, right?" Um, and then I guess people weren't really listening, and then they just like left the room and let people just like and then people just started talking that's it they didn't do anything they didn't facilitate they didn't have icebreakers they nothing like all right we got your money we got you in the room we out 
and that's all it was. Did it was y'all bizarre. Money for that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did have samosas and chai. Very, that's about very it. greasy samosas. Samosas were not good, man. They were not good. They were terrible. The worst samosas I've had. But it's okay. But just how confined we were in that tiny little room that people ended up spilling outside just pack to of sardines. talk. Yeah. We were like a pack of sardines in there. Um, and this yeah. is different from the hotel lobby. Is that like, I know I use yeah. that term, but that was the term I knew. You know, remember so, Sarah, like yeah. the, the lobby and, and so let's go back yeah. a little bit. So there's also something called the hotel lobby scene. So the hotel lobby scene is basically most of the people are staying at the hotel. So when people do, they usually just come down to the hotel lobby, dressed in their nicest clothes, and just scope out like who's cute and kind of talk to them and stuff like that. Um, it happened, but like it didn't happen. I don't know how to explain it. I feel it like. Happened. We went to like a coffee place, and then the second day, we kind of were there, we're talking to people, but like I don't know, people were so exhausted from the events that they were really kind of just over it. Is how I felt. What about you, Jazz? Um, I was working most of the event because I was actually there for my job. So. Whoopity do. <laughs> <bus Sorry>. <laughs> I don't actually have experience here. All started very late. The Friday night concert didn't start till what eleven thirty till yeah. Lovey's Opera came on. Mm, yeah. And I left at twelve because it was way too late. After attending stuff all day, it's way too late to go do socializing. That's the other How thing. Did you it is super late. It is super late, yeah. Jazz. Like yeah. I was there ten eleven. There was nobody down there at the lobby. The people don't come to the lobby until like one, two. It's crazy. Yeah, no, we were there at like three a.m. ish. Yeah, some of us are old men and women. Like we can't be out that late. <laughs> I can't. I go to bed at ten. Yeah, and some people wait past don't, my bedtime. And some people are not staying at the hotel. So like, the hotel lobby is really just for the people who are staying at the hotel. So mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people get any ed- use out of it to be honest with you. And a lot of them are children. Like, they're Gen Z kids whose parents brought them there. I Um, mean, those kids were doing their thing. So, yeah. We'll see what comes of it. (laughs) Yeah, so whatever, you know. Uh, Someone's asking, who was the contact person at YPN? I Uh, I honestly don't know. I know people tried to contact a lot of them, and it was a little bit crazy. Um, Like, I really feel like we should go back to doing the way Muzza was done. More ambiguous. I know Ill Muslim, does that sometimes they'll have an event like that they're a little more uh casual but they don't do any events like that anymore but like i don't know like sarah like what is the answer like how can they fix this and the other question the follow-up question i want to talk to you about is the people at the events the guys the women like what is stopping them from you know really going out there and talking to people and, you know, just being themselves. Well, going back to what Ms. Summer said, the Maza events were for everyone, right? Yeah. So you could come for any purpose. The YP and all these other events, when they're disguised as mat- matrimonial events, a lot of people don't want to come because they don't want to seem desperate or feel like they're looking. So they don't want to pay for it. Where the social event, you can go without any pressure and just have fun. Yeah, I think the way social events work is everybody leaves happy, even if you didn't meet anybody, right? You got to dress up. You take pictures with your friends. You got a new dating profile pic, you know? That alone is a success. Like, that is success. Yeah. Right? Even if you didn't meet anybody. Uh, These events, people go in with expectations that you're going to meet somebody, and then they're just crushed when they get there. And then they leave, and they're just so bummed, and it's really difficult for a lot of people. And it's hard because a lot of their self-worth is put into that event. So when you leave that event and you don't meet anybody, your self-esteem takes a hit. Your self-worth takes a hit uh, from a psychological standpoint. Like, Sarah, like, what do you think? Well, just talking to a lot of people that went to these events, the YP and I went for socializing and hanging out with friends. It was fun. But what I saw was a lot of males and females just standing in the corner, not knowing how to talk to each other. It's like going back to elementary school dances. Boys are on one side, girls are on the other side, and no one is really talking (laughs) at all. And it's, what the heck? (laughs) How are you going to force these people to talk? And another problem was, People don't know how to talk. 
Yeah. It was very awkward conversations and a lot of people were rude. If they were not interested in someone and someone approached them, they would just turn around and walk away. That's crazy. Rude. I saw a few girls doing that and that is so rude. Why would you do that? And some of the guys were very, very aggressively loud that it kind of becomes scary, not intimidating, but scary. Like, what are you going to yell at me for not saying hi to someone? Um, So it's just stuff like that. It needs to be handled better. And it was not at all. It was free for all. I did not see any of the organizers do anything about this. Like they could have pretty much not been there and it would have been the same thing. Yeah. Were they on there? Friday, like, they it, said they weren't there. Out. Yeah. They probably, I, I don't even remember seeing them after they took our money <laughs> and our attendance. That's about it. Dear God. Yeah, yeah. on Saturday they were there, but they just kind of stood in the corner not doing anything. Okay, let's, let's talk about Saturday. This was even more unorganized. So everybody's at a table, right? So everyone is at a table, and we're like, okay, at least it's a little bit more organized. And then what they do is they uh, color code us, right? Uh, it's like uh, if you're over a certain age, you get red. If you're over a certain age, you get yellow, <laughs> right? And this is what happened. Like red meant 30. But they, but, but, but they ran, but they ran like out of red. So they gave people yellow and they wrote 30 on it. And it was so confusing. So like people have a yellow color, which means they're like 20. But they wrote 30 on it. So like. Wow, they couldn't even get the right amount of like uh, <laughs> oh, uh, cards. I'm As, and then the they tried to do the speed dating, which I don't know who set <laughs> up, but there was like three different speed dating things set up on three corners of the room. Yes, yes. And okay. I'm gonna I talk saw about this. Twenty-year-old girls talking to forty-year-old girls, because a uh, forty-year-old boys, and just because of the way it was set up, it just was set up so terribly. And then <laughs> they stopped doing the speed dating part where people weren't getting up and moving at all. Yeah. And it was just awkward. It was embarrassing. Someone said, uh, <laughs> hold on. Someone said, uh, yeah, color coded by decade. People ripped off their stickers and sat wherever they wanted. So like they didn't even like enforce it. <laughs> the guys who were in their 40s took off their yellow sticker and sat with the 30s group. Oh my, oh God. my God. That's crazy. The, the other thing. Okay, let me tell you how bizarre this was, all right? So they tried to organize these people by, by age groups or decades, right? And a lot of people are lying, so whatever. But they didn't do it uniformly where everyone does the same thing. There was one point where they were doing speed dating, where, like, the guys are seated uh, across the wall and the girls are seated facing the wall or vice versa, and then the guys move and they keep turning around, they keep asking the same questions over and over again, which is mind-numbing, right? But whatever, at least it's something. The next group, they had them play heads up. <laughs> like, like they had, they had them all line up, what? and then you get on your phone and you play heads up. But the people, like, basically, like, 10 feet away could not hear or, or see what they were doing at all. It was, it was bizarre. 30 people, 20 to 30 people in each section of the yeah, three Yeah, there were sections. so many people. And they it's were just, like, even if you're sitting there trying to talk to someone, how are you going to remember 30 people? It's just yeah. terrible. And then the young kids, like the 20s, they were not even seated in uh, a like speed dating thing. They were standing in a circle playing charades. <laughs> like, it was so unorganized. <laughs> it was bizarre, bro. Cash grab for sure. Speed dating doesn't work. I don't think speed dating no, works. Oh God, no! Like, why do people do that? Why do we like, like, Who does that now? Like, I don't. I I don't I, I even know why they did that or whose idea it was, but it was so terribly done that people would get up and leave. Yeah. Because they would get tired of it, and someone else would come join in the middle of like the row of guys or girls. So it's what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, people were leaving and coming back, like all sorts of stuff, like. Even me, like I was sitting next to somebody and the chairs weren't moving. And I was like, I've been here 30 minutes. This girl obviously, you know, is not leaving Texas. So whatever, it is what it is. And then I was like, I'm going to go. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to do. I oh, was so, so confused. you're the guy they're talking about. Where what do you mean? Some guys just left instead of moving to the next seat. <laughs> no, but there was no moving. Nobody was moving to the next seat. Oh. <laughs> so like, I just, but I was it's so like for confused. A lot of girls did as well. And that's 
that takes a hit on like the self-esteem of the guys and the girls. Yeah. If they're waiting to talk to someone and then they see them just get up and leave right before they get to them, that's hurtful. Yeah. But it's and, like, you're supposed and, to be like a buzzer or an electric yeah, line. No like, it was just something for all. Whatever you feel like doing. It was bizarre. You want to skip? Go ahead. It's like musical chairs without the music. It's like the show Next on MTV. You just click the next button. Like I don't know how yeah. what they want us to do. It's so bizarre, and I agree. I, I kind of feel like at this point it's a it's a cash grab. I would love it to be more casual, but then the question is, uh, if you don't call it a matrimonial event, does then it becomes like controversial about doing an event at a upna event or an isna event or an ikna event? Like, can you not do it at one of these events if it's not specifically a matrimonial event? Like, up shouldn't matter. Why does why does it matter? It shouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. I because you know match, basically they're trying to set up like I don't know halal rishtas at these events, right? By then, like, forcing this awkward speed dating thing. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> Clearly, that's some people's idea of what it is. <laughs> it, that was worse than an arranged marriage. I know. <laughs> I I think it should be more like Muzza. Um, I think the band things are really cool, but it doesn't have to be Fingal or uh, Taken. It could be more like, hey, I'm here for social reasons. I'm here for professional reasons, or I'm here for like matrimonial reasons. Or you can wear all three and say you're here for everything. Yeah, Maybe but some- see, the problem yeah. is, sorry, sorry to cut you off, right? Upna is doing one event per year, right? The difference with Muzza is that. I can cater different events for different people. All right, you don't want to come to this one because it's more just for me, um, you know, getting into a potential relationship. Cool. Come to the halal happy hour, you know, in a month and you can, you know, you can get out of it what you want out of it. Mm, oh, okay. Yeah. It's too big. All right. Well, you want to, we'll just do bowling with a few people, right? Up sure. once a year. They're trying to do everything all at once, get, the, and then try to run it again next year. Whereas Mazda is more of a, it's an organization that focuses on this and, yeah. and the, the longevity and the long term planning. And you can plan out certain events based on feedback. Up is going to get all this feedback. They're going to delete every single email. Every, they, they don't care. And they're going to run it again the same way. Of course next they don't year. care. Right. Up, right? Okay. So, so you bring up a great point, and that kind of leads me into the segue of my next thing, which is mate, which is Muslims of Austin, Texas events. No, 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 no. Uh, somebody up here posted it. What did they post? It was Muslim Alliances Texas events. Uh, Muslim Alliance in Texas events, which is yeah. it's international now, so I don't even know why they have Texas in there. But basically, this was a really cool organization. They started off as a group chat. And basically yeah, what happens you. is you could not get in this group chat unless you gave your picture and you put all your information in. And it was kind of cool. You could see like every week they would put up pictures. Nobody could chat in it. Only the admins could. It was really cool. Um, and it was really cool. You see, you see their pictures, their age, whatever, and their uh, preferred form of contact, whether it's their number, their email, whatever. And then once they post that, everyone could see that and they could talk to them. It was really cool. Then they moved to Discord, and nobody really wants to get on Discord. Nobody knows how Discord works, so it kind of just like lost its. But what they did was they branched it's out. It's Slack, into, people. It's Slack. Whatever. It's whatever. not that hard. <laughs> it, they branched out into doing events. So they did events in New York, they did one in Chicago, they did one in Texas. So they do events all the time now. They go around doing tons of events, which, you know, seems really, really cool. But some of their events are really weird, too. They do a lot of weird things at their events. Uh, One of them is they do this one thing. I forgot. It's called Parting the Sea. And this just sounds awful to me. What they do is they make people stand in a line of women and a line of girls. And they'd be like, are you interested in dating someone who's divorced? Take one step forward. Are you interested in dating someone who has kids? Take one step forward. Like, that's so weird. That is really, that's. What is this elementary school game? This is so bad. So, Jazz, you came to this event late. Uh, I was there in the beginning. And that's what they suggest we do. And a few people were like, uh, no, we don't want to do that. Uh, then they're like, okay, fine. Uh, this event was a food truck festival, so they had a bunch of food trucks. And then we were like, okay, cool. We'll yep. go out to the food trucks, get some food. The food trucks were amazing. No complaints Yeah, one there. of them had this brisket. Oh, my God. He was actually a true barbecue person. Like, we were talking about the smoke rig and the burnt ends. Like, they knew what they were doing. 10 out of 10 for the food trucks there. Jazz fell in love. With the wrong meat over there. (laughs) 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 All right, Jazz. Uh, No, the food was really, really good. Uh, But, yeah, they had these – 
weird things that they wanted to do. We decided not to do them. Um, I thought we were going to go outside to the food truck and casually talk to people, but no, they had everyone come back in. And they were like, okay, everyone sit at the table, men and women, uh, try to have at least a few men and women at each table. And then you kind of just go around the table and you're just talking about yourself and maybe some like, I don't know, uh, questions that you might have about marriage. So they made everybody like write a question about marriage and put it on a piece of paper and then everyone kind of discuss it. And the guys just get up and they go to the next table and they go to the next table and they go to the next table. Um, this was the main event. Also, not as ambiguous and also a lot of uh, issues with this one. I think a lot of people did not feel comfortable at this event also. Um, and then Jazz was taken advantage of at this event, which uh, he really wasn't happy about. Um, a lot yeah, of I'm our friends yeah, a, a lot of our friends went there last minute, and then Jazz was one of those friends that kind of got dragged along there. Um, and he didn't want to participate in the event. He was just like, oh, I'll just come get some food from the trucks and I'll dip. Um, and Jazz, you want to you wanna fill in what happened with you? I mean, you're telling the story. Go for it, man. All right. So Don't re-traumatize me. All right, I won't re-traumatize you. You got me here. So, so, so Jazz is here at this event. He's going to get some food, whatever. Um, this, the guy who runs the event, for, uh, he says, you know what, just, just join, right? Which, like, it happens. Like, sometimes, like, you people here, you're not going to, like, let them not be part of the event. So he's like, Jazz is like, no, I don't want to be. I'm not dressed for it, whatever. He's like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, I was don't wearing this it. exact T-shirt and gym right. shorts. Right. And this guy wanted me in a matrimonial event. <laughs> so <laughs> Jazz sat down at the matrimonial event, and then he singled out Jazz and says, yeah, I'm going to really talk to you about some of these guys on how to dress. They're not dressed appropriately here. And, like, Jazz was like, bro, y you told me to come. Like, you told me to sit here. I was already I actually here. insisted on not going in. Like, yeah. we had, like, a little back and forth for a bit before I just, like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just go in. Like, that I did was, not want to be there. That was pretty messed up. I, I was not yeah. – I was, I was, like, I didn't, I didn't know they did that, but that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. I don't know. A lot of people did not have a lot of fun at this event. And then I think there's, again, just not enough comfort level there. Um, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, the, but like, why are they trying to reinvent the wheel here? Just have yeah. a theme, like just have an event with a theme, right? Whether that be a... The theme was we're all desperate. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, I, look, that's the sure. theme. And I think that's, and honestly, like, let's roll with that, right? Like, look, we're all yeah. desperate. Let's just put it out there. Let's hey, just put it out there. We're, we're, all out there. We're, all, we're all desperate, so let's just talk, right? And that's okay, because then you go into these events because, oh, I don't want to seem too desperate. Am I coming off desperate? What kind of event is this? Like, are they feeling it's the same kind of event? All right, yeah. we're, we're just all desperate, so let's just talk. It's That's going like, to be the next event. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. Desperate. Let's go. <laughs> better than the speed dating and the, the, all that other stuff that you've mentioned, right? Like, I think there, there needs to be some sort of – there still needs to be a theme. And, and yeah. I feel like they're trying to make this creative icebreaker that it's just not landing well. It's just not – They're not. Just, just be normal about it, right? Just have a theme and let, let people do the talking. Also, they, 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 they start talking about things that make people really uncomfortable. Like the event that we had on Saturday in Dallas. Uh, people brought up things like education where it's like, oh, you know, I'm not really interested in you. You don't have like you know, the education I'm looking for. Uh, there were people talking what? about like being gold diggers. And like it was, I was like, like, like who talks about mm. that kind of stuff? That's weird. Like why? Mm. Like, you don't need to bring up those kind of things at these events. It makes so many people uncomfortable. Oh, wait, so who brought up this event? Like, the organizers? No, not the organizers. I think there oh. were actual, like, people like, oh. at the tables. Because, like, they, they, they don't have directions. So they're just yeah. like, right, I'm just going to ask, like, what's your education level? Or what's your job? Because they don't know. They don't have any guidance on this. Well, here, Some, well here's the thing. Know? It goes back to, like, this is this one event, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, mom spaghetti. This is one event. I got to make it happen here. And if not, I got to wait a year. So let's just put it all out there. But right? Nate yeah. isn't a once a year thing. Like they do events year round, I think. Yeah, they do I events understand. year round. Mm, yeah, I don't yeah. know. They do yeah, like, I mean, once a month. Hold up. That also reminds me of they, it was just an unsafe environment for some people. There oh, was it was there. an unsafe environment. Yeah, he's Nate a security or obviously. Like at Mate. At Mate. And this police officer in uniform, you know, gun and everything, 
the question he asked was, uh, do you want to be arrested by Officer Blank? And that's the question he was asking girls. Like what? it was, it yeah, was. So like you, remember, remember how I told you that you're allowed to write a question, and then everyone opens up the piece of paper and they read that question. And everybody shares their answer. This police officer wrote, "Would you like to be arrested by officers?" Blah blah blah. Like, like a sleazy. Come on. That's aggressive. That's not only that's that. That's like official oppression. Like no, but not I only wasn't... that. Jazz. Not only that, but another girl complained that another guy oh. was being too aggressive. And she went up to the cop to kind of complain about him. He said, you should feel lucky that men still find you attractive. What? No, oh, that gross. can't be. That can't be. Hold on. I'll, I'll read the quote. I have the quote right here in front of me. Hold on. What's I, that? Oh, my cop. God. What kind of rent a cop? Was, of, no, was, he was, was he just like security guard? Or? No, no. He was PD. Like he had an actual police department uniform. And he was and... hired by Nate to come there? I, I don't know what situation. I don't think he is. just bought a ticket and was just looking for someone to be part yeah, of the why event. Why show up in uniform like Here that? Like that's the exact quote. The girl wrote and then said, "I should feel happy that men still find me attractive." Like what the fuck? Exact quote. Exact. You, quote. Don't you don't need to show it? You don't need to show okay. it. Her name's not on here. Her name's not on here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like did, yeah. Did did, did I, I'm sure she posted. Did she tell? Did, did Mate respond to this? Or, yeah. I mean, they know about it. If the cop that you're supposed to go to is saying this, like you're not going to feel safe enough to tell the organizer at that point. Like the, the organizer hired the cop. On, but they are not responsible for what the cop ends up saying, right? The cop is like a known person. Like they know him. They they basically said like he is. Like, no, he's definitely of a buddy of the guy who organized the event. Yeah. But he should still know, because what if he doesn't know the cop is lazy? I don't know. So he should know he should be given an opportunity to do something about it. And if he doesn't, then it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could remember his name, but for the life of me, after that thing at the end of the event where they called me out, I, I just didn't feel like yeah, I that I, was I just gone. feel is absolutely disrespectful. Even if he didn't force you to come and you decided to come in your Star Wars shirt, sure. Why call someone out and embarrass them at the event? That's not nice. That's not going to make the person feel good about being there. Yeah. That's inappropriate. Yeah, no, I will never go to a mate event ever again, and I refuse to support the organization in any way. Uh, someone said the cop no longer works security there. He got in trouble. Well, okay, that's good. Okay, I'm that's, glad that that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's uh, that's yeah. That was pretty crazy. So like. Like we've never had that issue at Mazza or one of the other events. That's crazy. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, long story short, all the events sucked. How, how's everybody else doing? <laughs> On the Saturday meet event, I didn't go to that. A couple yeah. of my friends did. Um, it was a sit-down dinner, and they started it with a lecture on what marriage should be. Yeah. <laughs> and. It was like a long lecture, and then they served dinner, if I'm remembering correctly. And then after dinner, they, the guys were supposed to rotate. And then they yeah. had weird icebreaker questions. What, what is this speed dating? Why, is it, why are people rotating? I don't why know. They're forcing everyone to talk to people instead of the people that they want to talk to. And What's with these lectures, though? Are they trying to, like, gaslight people into settling? <laughs> for people it to... seems like it. And why... Give a lecture like people paid i don't know how much they paid for the saturday event but it's if someone's going to an event to meet someone i don't want to hear a lecture about what marriage needs to be let me talk to people yeah that's so weird yeah bizarre bizarre but they they also like spouting facts like 42 percent of like um like Muslim marriages and divorce, and then like what else is there? Like all these. I mean, yeah, divorce. when you're forcing people to settle and get married, that's going yeah. to end in divorce. Divorce yeah, is yeah. great at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, some and and sometimes like there ends up being a lot of gender bashing at these events too, where like they 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 talk about like this gender does that, this gender does that. It becomes a little bit much in in these situations. I know in in the comment section. Uh, or the, or the or the chat, people had a lot of things to say about the event, and it was like, 
all the things that men did wrong, all the things the women did wrong, and it just becomes like this gender bashing thing, and it becomes really, I don't know, really awkward. Sarah, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, as part of this chat, I think you're in, you guys are in it as well. Yeah, yeah. The day after or the weekend after the YPN event, there was a lot of gender bashing going on for both sides, but mostly for guys. And it, there was a lot of horrible stuff being said. And it's not okay. Just because you had bad experience with one person, you can't call out all the guys. And it's just a lot of anger. Yeah, on both sides. And, and that's the thing, like the anger is justified, but it might be being thrown to the wrong people, right? Like we yeah, all need therapy. That's but all it's if you it. had a bad experience with one person, not every guy, the other hundred guys are not bad men. Don't generalize and then take that attitude to go meet the next guy. The next guy is not gonna want to talk to you either, because you are kind of bitter and not fun to talk to. Yeah, and vice versa. I'm, it, yeah. it applies to to the men too, for sure. Yes, men as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think about this idea of option paralysis? Like, you feel like you have so many options out there that you almost have like paralysis, where you can't like pick a person or settle down. Uh, Moose, you're someone who definitely was like found the right one. I'm good to go. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> but you also were part of this like big organization. Like, you know, there was. A, an illusion of options that people see at these events a long time. Like what made you be like, no, that's not what I'm about. I found somebody, I decided I liked them, marry them, and then you're out. So I, I think option paralysis, and look, I'm not a professional in, in any capacity, but I think for me personally, right, when I met Sam, it was actually on my second event. It was the second, I did the first event with load shedding and the second event was the star and that's where, you know, Sam was at. Um, and you know, we became friends we got to, you know, we got to know each other and all that good stuff. And, you know, at the same time, you know, I was, I was social and you know, I was meeting a lot of people, but I think for me, it was more like, if you, everyone has a list of, you know, things that they'd like in their partner or, or you know, potential partner or future partner. And I think once you have like, you know, those things that are important to you, then that's it. Right. And, but I think the, the, the problem people face is that it's like, okay, well, you know, I, I have this, you know, list of things, but you know, maybe this one could be a little bit better if I, you know, you know, wait and meet the next person, or maybe I can add this or, or, or that, or I think a lot of people just don't know what they want in a sense. Right. It's like, they know they want to find someone, they know they want to get married, but they don't know what kind of partner they actually want and a lot of it is unrealistic like i feel like and i don't again i don't want to generalize in any capacity but you know there are people who may have unrealistic expectations um hey, and that is it me am i the drama no it's all the options i have this is one of them right I, I think it's a mix of things but for me personally it's like look you know i found someone that you know I'm happy with, I have a good, you know, a good time with. And you know, when I was in this, and it's it's interesting with me, it's like I wasn't necessarily actively looking, right? That was, you know, a lot of people joke that, you know, the point of me having Mazel was to was to find someone. And and that's an ongoing joke. And I think it's hilarious and I roll with it, right? But you know, I it, it was never actually the goal, but I'm, you know, super happy and super grateful that that came out of that. And then, like, you know, to your point, there's a lot of people who met their significant others from Mazar. But you know how that happened? That didn't happen because they went to one speed dating event and they right. got married or they went to one mate event. and they got... It happened over multiple events. You're right. You're right. right? Like you it... meet somebody there, then you meet up with them somewhere, and then you see them again the second time at another at Mazar event. At a and then different the, environment. Comfort level. Yeah. Yes, sure. Right? It's And you meet them in, this, in different lights. But you're almost, you're not, it's not that you're forced to meet them, but like you just happen to be at the same events again, different yeah. kind of event. And you build this friendship and so many friendships came out of it. And a lot of those friendships came out to, you know, came, it became uh, a marriage, right? Yeah, and I yeah, think for that's sure. the difference. Where these events, man, it's like, let me go to this event. Let me do a speed dating for 30 seconds and then I'll be married. Yeah.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It doesn't work like that. No, like, it definitely know. doesn't. It definitely well, let's doesn't. ask our resident psychologist, psychiatrist. Actually, I don't even know. Dr. Sarah. What? Psychologist. Psychologist. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Let's ask her. Dr. Sarah. What is the yeah. question? Uh, about like options paralysis and all that. Like Definitely, like Moose said, we all don't know what the heck we want. And we always think it's the other person that's the problem. And if one person has 80% of what we want, but the 20% that's missing, and then you see the next person that has that other 20%, you're like, oh, let me go to that, forgetting the 80% that you're getting from first person. And then you go to the next person, they only have 20% of what you're looking for, and that's not enough. Then you go to the third person and the fourth person, so it's a never-ending game. Mm. As well as people actually don't have their deal breakers. Like, what are a few deal breakers that you have? You have to have three to four non-negotiables. And then the rest is negotiable, but they don't want to compromise at all. They want it to be 100% their way. But it's the idea of what they want, not what they actually want. Yeah. Mm, Interesting. That's exactly what it is. Uh, The last thing that I want to talk about at these events uh, is that things that we've been seeing at some of these events is that Occasionally, we would see liars and abusers at these events, and there is no like. Oh, they were there. There's no I like way to gatekeep these events sure. from them. Yeah, like, I went to an event, and this girl I was with told me like this person literally like violated her, right? Like assault, and he was right there. And I'm just like, how the hell is this person allowed to come here? Like, there's gotta be something that you can do to make people feel safe. Like how are these guys going to all these events, talking to all these girls and then doing terrible things uh, to them and they just get away with it. It's, it's wild to me. Clearly you can't trust cops. Yeah, you can't trust cops, right? Exactly. The, the person hired to protect you from these aggressors ends up being the sleaziest one. Like it's, it's very dangerous. And I don't know what the solution to this is, you know, like blackball people put them on a blacklist, but there are people who've done, you know, terrible things and they're either, you know, abusers physically or verbally or whatever. And they get to keep coming to these events, meeting new people, and doing it all over again. And there should be ways to protect people of that. And like, well, I don't are know. people actually talking about it? Are they letting? Oh, yeah. That's the, the thing, event though, right? Like, like, coordinator know about it, or just their friends? Because if you tell me one of your friends was abused by someone, and I am a participant at that event, right. okay, I'll be cautious. But what about all the other people that don't know this? And yeah. you haven't told the, the coordinators, they can't do anything about it. You have to tell them. Like, but you it, also have to verify. I'm sorry to say, but you actually do have to verify that it actually happened. Because a lot of people do lie about that stuff as well. Mm, they do. This world sucks. I'm not talking about your friend, but I'm talking yeah. about there's a lot of people that do lie about it. Mm-hmm. And blame the guys or the girls and say a lot of horrible things that are not that is not true at all because yeah. they had a bad breakup. They got dumped. So they turned to lies. Mm, so I how guess. do you verify that when there is no abuse and someone is screaming abuse? That's a lot of, a lot to put on the victim to be like, hey, you have to report. Oh, I, don't know what the an- I don't know what the answer is. I don't know. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just trying to think out loud. But that is that is something that would probably discourage a lot of people from speaking out about that. I, and I don't know how to fix that. I don't know what the solution is. No, it's just we not saying at at all. Like if someone comes forward, do give them a space to do it. But we also have to verify in some way as well, because a lot of people are falsely accused. Mm. What's his name? Um, Amber Hearst's husband. Why am I thinking on his name? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. So it's like there's um, that's just one example, but there's a lot of people in the community as well that have been abused or that have been accused of abuse. Yeah, I mean, I I feel with that situation, both people were probably and females as well. They have been accused of certain abuse as well. And it's not true. That really doesn't solve any any issues. There's then like, you know, uh, you have one side saying, hey, we need to protect these people. And another side saying, well, if you can't verify, then there's nothing we can do. I don't know what the solution to that is. I, I, I really don't. I wish there was one. But I don't know. I think that's one of the other issues. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think something like that situation with the cop, that's something that, you know, you should tell the organizer it happened right there. You have it even in written format. Uh, but the other ways is probably a little bit more difficult. Um, I would still let the organizer know and let them figure out. That's yeah. their responsibility to figure out whether they want to trust the source or assuming they, want to they not. showed up. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. clearly they didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, speaking of showing up, I, I do think some of these events would go a lot easier if you had your emotional support Pakistanis or emotional support Muslims with you at these events. And that's why I like some of the Maza events and some of the other events because people can show up to come there and support you and be your wingman. I think those events are really cool. Give them a give them a bracelet that says wingman only. I would love that. Well, that I think, good. but I think what what made Maza what it was, and that, and and this takes time after a lot of events. It it, it felt like a, a family, like a community, because you got yeah. a lot of people that came right and uh, there were repeat coming and you got to know them and you knew they were cool and they brought some of the new people right you know by the you know as we did more and more events you saw the same faces we're like only if you know that you just knew them you didn't have you to look at the list you just knew that all right you're here you're yeah. here and it almost felt almost felt like a family in, in a weird way and it felt and that's what made it feel safe like i've been here a few times i know these people i can buy with them it's chill right. and now yeah. anyone else comes who is an abuser or trying to you know, yeah. cause problems like now you're you're coming, you're coming in our domain. Like this is our safe mm. space. You're not gonna get anywhere. Um, it's. Yeah. I guess that's the benefit of keeping them small, and like it's kind of like a small mom and pop shop versus like yeah. a conglomerate, right? Yeah, yeah. If, if we compare that to like uh, these organizations, the small mom and pop shop events go a lot smoother, and they're probably a lot more successful than these big once a year walmart versions of like ypn etc maybe that's yeah. the solution maybe maybe we do need to keep it in the family and, and make it a much smaller event and make it a much yeah. more uh you know like a city or a town Intimate, instead yeah. of like bringing people from all over other countries and yeah you may see the same people over and over again but maybe by the third time you see them you're like you know what man that person's not looking too bad right now <laughs> like, exactly exactly right? yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah i mean your wife had to see you twice right <laughs> <Yeah. kidding. laughs> hey, man. I'm the, that's, I'm, I'm not the first, the first look guy. It's, it's two or three times. Yeah, three, it took a while, it took a while. You were friends. Took a little bit, took a, while. a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I think There's that's a joke in here. There's a joke yeah. in here about the first look being forgiven, but uh, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> no. but, you know, I, I don't know. Look, I'm not in, obviously in, in the scene like that, but I, I, I wish that, I mean, I hope there are organizations, whether it be for Gen Zs or millennials or, or people who are older who are just looking, right? All inclusive. I, yeah. I hope there are organizations out there that are doing events um, similar, you know, to Maza or, I don't know, maybe I have to dust off the old cape and <laughs> you'll get something do it. going again. <laughs> do it, do it. Bring it back. <laughs> do it for the people. Trying to do it, like Maza was successful because it was in New York City. That is true. Now, if you're trying to do it in Texas or yeah. LA, LA may be successful as well. But a place like Texas, I don't know how successful it will be. Yeah. No, yeah. that's true. Yeah. The location does make a difference. Location so, matter. the YPN, it's bringing in doctors or people, I guess from all over the country. So giving you a chance to network, but they yeah. need to start calling it a network and start organizing it better. That's what that's what was great about Maza. There was no pressure where yeah. these events, yeah. there's so much pressure yeah. that people end up screwing up. Yeah, that's exactly it. And especially when it's not organized well and there's no yeah. direction. Yeah. Of course, that's a recipe Absolutely. for disaster. Absolutely. The other thing I want to say is that, like, we're we don't want to bash everybody and hate on everybody. Like, it's hard work being an organizer at these it events, is. and I know everyone who does these events, they have good intentions, right? Like, I, I even the guy who 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 called out jazz, like, yeah, that's not right what he did, but I'm sure at some you know level he has good intentions, right? 
and I want everyone to understand that we're not bashing on everybody, but we want to find a solution. I and am. like, well, okay, jazz maybe, but like, I want to find a solution. I, I want to get everybody to a point where, you know, they're happy and they're comfortable and they're successful in whatever they're looking for. Uh, so I don't really want to hate on anybody. I don't want to hate anybody on YPN. I don't want to hate anybody on me. I just want there to be a change and I want people to feel more comfortable and I want people to feel safe. And overall, I just want more success at these places. And I don't know. I feel like we had a great conversation. I feel like we talked about a lot of stuff that would uh, work, a lot of stuff we don't have answers for. But, you know, maybe somebody listening to the podcast can put, you know, some of the stuff we're saying together and come up with an idea uh, for themselves. But, you know, until then, we don't know. We don't know. But hopefully God knows best. Uh, may God guide us all, and everyone really is here on this, you know, for the same thing. Yes, uh, is a Moose... marriage lecture from Nate coming along? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, is this happening? <laughs> no, it's not a lecture. Okay. I, 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 I just don't want to hate on anybody or pile on anybody because we said a lot of negative things about these events, and I know a lot of these aunties and whatever, they may be a little out of touch, but they all have good intentions for the most part. That's what I like to believe. I like to believe most hey. people have good intentions. Uh, but then again, it is what it is. We know, you know, maybe it's part cash grab. Maybe it's part like having good intentions and trying to find things. For you're somebody. you're so, we'll so good, man. Like, <laughs> no, I, I honestly believe that, man. I, a good closing I, like, lecture. I do believe, you know how it's they so say cute. like Muslims have to give like other Muslims like 80 70 excuses, excuses yeah, 70 yeah. excuses mm -hmm. before yeah. they hate on them. That's me. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't like to hate on them. Uh, I have love for everybody. But speaking of love for everybody, thank you so much to our guest, Moose. It was wonderful to yeah, have absolutely. you on the show. Uh, I miss you, man. We don't hang out uh, as much. Yeah, we definitely come should. over anytime. Um, yeah, and I, I just want to say one thing. I'm not sure if sure. she's going to watch it or not, but you know, I also want to give, you know, major credit and probably even more credit to Zini, yes. who is the co-founder of Mother NYC. And honestly, she is the brains. She was the brains. She may have not been like the face all the time, yeah. but she was the brains of all of it. You know, she did a lot of, a lot of work on yes. her. And I couldn't have done it without her. I had it in my notes to mention her too, and I totally forgot. No uh, worries. Damn it, so Neves, you had one job. I know, I know. I, I love Zini. I was going to mention Ali. You guys need Ali a new host. Ali too. Yeah, yeah, Ali did a lot hey, of work. Hey, Sarah, want to be the new host? Yeah. <laughs> And then Sarah, also, thank you so much for joining us, yeah. our resident doctor. We appreciate you. Congratulations on your PhD. You're thank a, you're you. A, what did they go? A boss bitch. <laughs> I don't know if that's what the people call it. The kids are saying these days. Uh, but yes, yeah, thank you so much for coming on our show. And Jazz, any last thoughts? I think we should, you know, obviously we're going to end the podcast portion here. But I would love to go into the comments and see, like, you know, if people have any other thoughts you just want to talk about outside of the actual podcast episode. And we'll stay live for a bit beyond. Okay, so we'll stay yeah. live and see if there's any questions. And uh, we can let Moose and uh, Sarah go. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Y'all can you stay want... too. Dick, if you want to stay, please stay. A little past my bedtime right now. <laughs> but... Yeah, man. Moose has like two kids, man. He, he's about his bedtime. <laughs> 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 but I was really happy to be on. And I was happy, you know, talking to you guys, meeting you, Jazz, seeing you again, Sarah. Uh, Uni, please come over whenever you can. Yeah, yeah, definitely will do, man. Thanks so much. Sarah, you you staying behind for the comments or are you or you Sure, I'll stay out? on for a bit. All right. All right, thanks Moose. We'll catch All you right. later. I'll see you guys oh, later. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go, before we go, before yes. we go. Uh, you have a company that you run, right? Yes, I yes. do. Yes, why don't why don't you plug that for us a little bit real quick? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, uh, about I think uh yeah, like 10 years ago, I started a uh, WhatsApp group for um flight flight glitches so you know in 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 the airline industry there are tons of flight glitches that happen mm -hmm. that typically you or me you know are not very privy to they get fixed very quickly so um i have a um, it, i wouldn't call it a company it's something i do for fun it's uh flag glitch so www.flagglitch.com and it's an email subscription service so anytime i find a flight glitch to an international destination that could be say you know new york to italy or you know houston to um abu dhabi or whatever it is um you know i'll send an email out on how to book it i don't make any money on the flights it's usually a google flights link um, and you typically have a few hours to book it before they correct it. Um, and we're talking about flight glitches that are like 
$200 to Dubai. I don't know any where you, did you go to the $200 Dubai one? I, I went to the $200 Dubai. I did Kenya for 400. I did Pakistan yeah. for 400. Uh, I got a lot of glitches out of that. It was, yeah, it was very yeah. useful. Yeah. And it's something that I love traveling. You know, outside of Mazar, traveling was like my, another passion. And I started with a WhatsApp group. Um, so if anyone is interested, it's, you know, flagglish.com. And, you know, I do it. I, do it all by myself. I look for the glitches myself. There's no robot. There's no algorithm. It's just me manually just looking for flag glitches. Yeah. If only there were the fly glitch for a wife. Whenever a girl standards get lower, send the email to me real quick. I'm like, oh, got to get on this fast. <laughs> 24 hours to cancel, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> my number with it for the therapy they'll need after yeah free therapy Boom. after this is a whole business yeah. this is the a whole package man whole package. oh my god yes. <laughs> this is great that's awesome oh man all right thank you so much all right thank you, you guys now, all right i'll see you guys later all right all bye right. guys bye all right, man. I just, I don't think we have any more questions. I think we should wrap yeah, up. We're, we're already good. at 113 minutes. Uh, listen, everybody. Thank you for joining us in the comments. This was probably one of our longest podcasts. Sarah, Dr. Sarah, always always a pleasure for us. Yes. You're, uh, you I'm sure we're going to have you back once Love is Blind is back because uh, yes. reality TV oh, is the so only hyped. thing you can do. So uh, thanks for coming on the show. And until next time, guys, salam, nerds. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>